Today on Locked on Rockies, the Rockies log jam at first base in right field is going to cause some issues for them, but how soon can you be aggressive on making trades with some of this depth, especially when you have to factor in the health of two major pieces of this puzzle? You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Day of December. Isn't that crazy to say? The first day of December here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Your home for daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, like me, well, you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here. Is talk Rockies baseball each and every day here, as long as some things don't get in the way. You know, sometimes life happens, but you know, we talk Rockies baseball with you, the everydayers, the fans, the people that make us. Your first listen of the day. Shout-outs to you guys, gals, non-binary pals, all of those folks taking care of us here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. Really, really do appreciate you. Uh, as we're getting into the tough part of the offseason here, not a lot of news, not a lot of stuff going on with the Rockies and certain hypotheticals, I wanted to talk a little bit more about how the Rockies can go about clearing playing time and the worries about trading away your depth too quickly here as the Rockies have to figure out what they, with bringing back Charlie Blackman, which I agreed with and I was excited for. I've, I've been upfront about that. And with Chris Bryant's injury history, you have two key players factoring into your right field DH first base situation. And that, drastically impacts how you're going to use some of these players. So we're going to talk about that. Also saw an interesting uh, Nolan Jones stat uh, that's uh, just a little bit of something that uh, kind of reminds you of, uh, of of the promise we saw from Nolan Jones. We'll talk about that coming up later in the show. Before we dive into everything today, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. Um, it's So we've talked about this a bunch right now. The Rockies have a really, really tough situation brewing when it comes to first base right field and dh tough is in the matter of there's a lot of people that need playing time and there's not enough spots to get them the consistency i am as i preach over and over again consistency 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 you cannot value and you cannot see what you have in a player until you let them take consistent at bats until you let them see the field and, and, and play consistently, even if it is just a week or two weeks or something like that. They have to earn the longer stretches, absolutely. But you need to give them an opportunity. And far too many times did we see the Rockies call up players last year and do nothing with them. Far too many times we've seen them call up players in the past and do nothing with them. But now, with the Rockies and the fact that they are going back with Charlie Blackman and have Chris Bryant, you're severely limited with what you can do with those players that need playing time, your Hunter Goodmans, your Tolias, your Monteros, and and so on and so forth. 
But the biggest issue and the biggest concern that I have right now with, with, with thinking, well, you know, we kind of saw Michael Tolia. He had some consistency. We, we, we know, I mean, is he really factoring in? Is he going to be able to outperform Sean Bouchard? Put Sean Bouchard in this category as well. Uh, is he going to fact? Is he going to be able to impress in the outfield and 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 take over, or do we really want that defensive first baseman that we that we were thinking of? Well, you you sit there and you and and you can bring that up, but what happens if Chris Bryant gets hurt? What happens? Which which can seem likely. What happens if Charlie Blackman gets hurt? It can happen. Both of these players missed significant time last year. And so with the Rockies, they gotta make deals. And and if and if you and if you find a deal you like sooner rather than later, that's fine. I th- you, you go for it. Absolutely. But you have to be hesitant a little bit about trading away all the depth that they have. Because can we sit here, can you sit here right now and and, and fully say that you're you're 100% confident that the Rockies can get through 2024 with a a healthy Charlie Blackman and a healthy Chris Bryant? Say 130 game minimum for both of them. Factor in some rest days, factor in, you know, whatever. Can the Rockies really count on 130-plus games from the two of them next year. I think Charlie Blackman might be, the, the you know, might have an argument for, for, for being there. But the point being, if you if, if they move too much just to, because let it, look at how things are shaking out. Look at some of the names and, and look at how it's already going in free agency. Rockies are going to replenish their pitching depth via the trade. That's the only the only real option for for pitchers of note. They might you know they might be able to grab some waivers, might be able to grab something simple, minor league deals, etc. But these pieces are gonna be the somewhat more interesting pieces to trade. I mean, if you value these prospects as highly as you have, then other you know they're going to be the more valuable prospects to move. But they're going to be the, the the deals that fall, you know, that flow under the radar most likely. So in this situation, and looking at a season where you're kind of willing and able to to accept that it's not going to be the best, do you really want to fully trade this away some of these prospects that 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 might pay off more down the line for pitchers that you can get on shorter term deals or do you want to see what you got with these guys the problem is you're not going to be able to see all these guys there's just simply no way and no and not enough space on the field for the rockies to get the amount of consistent playing time that this group of players needs it's already going to dip into the 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 presence of Montero. And he's at the top of the list of people that 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 needs to prove it. That needs to show that this year that 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 this season is it. 
But after that, then it's, you know, Hunter Goodman's the, 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 with, with adding back in Sean Bouchard. Where does he factor in the list of people? Does that knock Michael Tolia now down to third in the get in the rotation of playing? Because they go Bouchard and Wright, Blackman in as a DH, and Charlie as the uh, or and Chris Bryant is the first baseman. Montero is the first baseman. These lineup issues are really going to get in the way of of what we can see from these guys. So is it going to be better to 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 trade them before the season, before a tough stretch makes them a little less desirable? It's an interesting thought, but can the Rockies really afford to part from that depth? I don't really know. I mean, uh, but but the problem it, it, it's 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 kind of hard to just say that, or it's kind of hard to to say. Well, if you can't, if you got players that you're not going to play, you got to see what you can do with them to get to fill areas that you desperately need. And let's talk about that coming up. In segment number two. Before we do that, though, going to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sports book for all your NFL action and all the NFL deals. Stay hot at FanDuel as the weather gets cold, and it's getting cold, folks. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So if you believe in your Denver Broncos or whatever, your favorite team might be a winning $5 money line bet's going to get you $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. If you have been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on for all the action this NFL season, including $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. All the action available at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, bringing you all the good stuff about Rockies baseball here on the wonderful, wonderful Locked On Podcast Network, favorite streaming services, and the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. You can subscribe, be in the comment section, let me know what's on your mind and like, uh, let's see here. We have uh, Matthew Garcia says, I wonder why they don't play Jones in right field with that arm. He could be dangerous and hold runners going to first and third and throw out a ton of them. Right field is smaller at cores and his range is somewhat limited. Oh, he'll play some right field this year. That's uh, that's that for sure will happen. I, I just think they're going to put him in left because right field, it, 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 again, you have so many players that you need to figure out what's going to happen. But could Sean Bouchard maybe go to left or, 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 you know, something of that nature. And, and Nolan Jones plays right to really utilize that arm, that cannon certainly could be a factor. I, I think you'll see him in right field uh, for at certain points this year. Uh, all right. Um, before we continue our log jam conversation here and, and, and figure out what's the best course of action for the Rockies, uh, talked about the locked on Rockies YouTube channel. 
Locked On's also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, um, so we're talking about basically how can the Rockies navigate and handle the this situation and 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 when is too soon or too late to trade some of these prospects and i i don't know if you're going to get to a a moment where it's too late maybe if 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 the rockies give a chance to some of these guys and they severely underperform and there was value before the season that that some teams were interested in i can see i can see why it'd be waiting too late but when you do have the injury-prone nature of those two uh, of two key players in this situation, in, in, in Brian and Blackman, you can't underestimate the value of depth. I mean, look at look at how much the Rockies were burnt by a lack of pitching depth. But when again, when you're but if you're comparing things, the Rockies have much more depth at position players and through their position player system than their pitching. So if the only way to handle this situation and 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 then really if you're if you're dealing and you're like man I don't know how we're going to get them in so it's the middle of spring training or or spring training's going in and and you're not even finding time for for some of these guys in spring training then you got to make a move you got to replenish that starting pitching depth because I think the Rockies are going to feel a little bit are, are hoping that some of these guys coming off of injury this year are going to be able to to, to help some of the some of the younger guys and be able to to, to bolster and, and and add that depth. But the fact of the matter is, it, there's so much work to be done with that pitching staff that I I, I think you're going to be put into a position where you're going to have to say. Man, we really need to add some major league ready arms. We got some guys we we don't necessarily know how they fit into the puzzle. Well, let's make a move. Let's see. Let, let, let let's go from there. Let's see if a change of scenery helps these guys. Let's see if a change you know X Y Z type of things that go in and in, in factor into the uh, uh, you know the decisions. But I do worry about not about about running out of depth in the season. We've seen some tough injuries. We've seen some tough injuries in spring. We've seen some stuff that 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 gets me just worried about moving too quickly away from some of these guys. But the the question is though, we 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 pointed out with the schedule and everything. What if the Rockies punt early? What what if a month in they see it? What if if this is the year that they just say, you know what? And and maybe they need to wait closer to the deadline. But what if they what if they are open to making changes and making moves earlier? I, 
I think that's I I I think the Rockies are going to be put into a position where they're gonna have to make those moves. I I don't think the Rockies can go through this offseason and throughout the season and all the way up to the trade deadline with the current roster as is with with, with some of the guys I, because it, whether it's a young whether it's prospects or young guys that are being traded or some of the vets i mean it's really interesting to see how much the brennan rogers trades have been brought up this offseason makes me kind of think that there's a little bit more there I, it, it's it's this is what's just so difficult about being in the position that the Rockies are in. You don't have a lot of knock your socks off prospects that you're going to be willing to, to to part with, especially the ones that we've we've seen up at the top. And you aren't going to be able to compete to build your pitching rotation through free agency. I think it's pretty safe to say that that a Flexen or an Anderson will return, or s- pitchers of the same caliber. I just this is a this is going to be a bit of a head scratcher and it's going to be a bit of a frustrating process for the player some of the players involved. Because I like we like we talked about in the reviewing Montero series it, it, there's nothing that's going to help Montero about going and hitting it and and playing in AAA next year. There's nothing. Do we really think that I mean you can start Hunter Goodman could start the year in the minors sure but Tore it up, showed some flashes already at the at the major league level. How much can you? I mean, when when do Chris Bryant and Charlie Blackman take the steps back? And and do they? Especially Charlie, you know, playing what could be his last year. I mean, how much how much are they willing to let the Rockies? go young and with bud black's commitment to veterans and 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 players that 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 have played and his loyalty there how much does bud black use this depth and how creative will the rockies actually be mixing things up trying new things again it's going to be a season where you where you should be able to just Try the different combinations and see what's working for you. But unfortunately, you're going to be really limited by the fact that you that that two out of the three positions that you can fill with some of these guys that you need to see more from are two of the veterans that play a pretty big role on your team. They're also two of the bigger health question marks on your team as well. So it's a tough spot. I mean, I I I don't think the Rockies are going to do too much with the young guys before the season. If the Rockies make a move, if the Rockies are changing things up, I think it's going to come from a veteran player. At least from the prospects that are major league ready. But part of me still thinks a Michael Tolia deal could could happen. Could happen. I don't know. We'll see. Tough, tough, uh, tough decisions to be made and uh, tough ways to figure out the lineup ahead for the Rockies here uh, when it comes to this log jam in, in, in at first and right field. 
Because you kind of can see the depth chart in your head. But what are the situations when you mix it up? Is it, you know, or will it be matchup dependent? Will any of that matter? Or will the Rockies go into every day considering that that Charlie Blackman and Chris Bryant need to be in the lineup every day? Only giving you one spot to play a list of what? Montero, Tolia, Goodman, Bouchard, four guys. You need depth, absolutely. And some of those guys need to understand their role, and I think they will. But when do the at the same time, when do the other guys get their chance too? Especially if those veterans struggle. That's the other thing we didn't talk too much about. Talked mostly about health. But what if struggles set in? What if we're seeing, you know, what if we're seeing good pop? What what if the what if we're seeing better offense from some of these guys? It's gonna be a tough, it's gonna be a tough way to navigate that situation there for the Rockies at first and right field and DH. But we'll see what they do. We'll see if they make a move before the season. What do you think? Let me know in the comments section below. Folks, saw an interesting Nolan Jones stat from Blake Street by uh banter here. I want to talk about that coming up next on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot. That's what we do around here is talk Rockies baseball for you on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel and on your favorite streaming services. I saw a interesting Nolan Jones stat from Blake Street Banner that I want to uh, bring up here on X. Uh, and here is what it says. Can you name who these Rockies players are? Player A, 28 home runs, 89 RBI, 5.3 WAR, 28 stolen bases, 138 OPS plus player B 25 home runs 97 RBI 3.2 war three stolen bases 119 OPS plus pre humidor player A is Nolan Jones's season last year and player B was Todd Helton's rookie year last year and that just highlights how impressive the Nolan Jones season was that just gives you the uh, the level of 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 greatness that we saw, and the fact that again, this guy was a legit rookie of the year candidate that flew completely under the radar for most people. I mean, if this is the norm, man, it, it, he he's gonna be a special. He's gonna be a. He's got that special talent potential. Anytime you can compare yourself to Todd Helton, anytime that you can be uh, improve on Todd Helton, you're in the right spot. Especially when you consider that Todd Helton, as Blake Street Banner points out there, uh, finished second in Rookie of the Year voting that year. So if it was a full season, I mean, if we saw the full season from Nolan Jones, and it was, and it was certainly close. I know it wasn't all the way, but. It's something. To, it it it's it's a moment when you. It's another. It when you see the numbers, those are the moments you can step back and say, "All right, Rockies, good move," and 
that's something interesting. That's a guy to watch. That's a guy that can change the game for the Rockies and change the narrative. And if this is only the beginning, who knows what's ahead? I just think with with everything with Nolan Jones and as excited as we are, I just I just know I I just I do believe in sophomore slumps. Not gonna it's not gonna be the end of the world, and I hope that he you know I hope he proves me wrong. But I, you know I just put a little bit of hesitation on there as we go into when we go into year two, as teams make an adjustment. But to see that stat and to see that start. That's the good stuff. That's the important stuff. Those are the reasons to get excited. I mean, especially when you look at the fact that it, that that he, I mean, 25 more stolen bases, uh, nearly uh, 20 more OPS plus, only behind, uh, less than, uh, what is that, only eight RBI behind, behind Helton while hitting three more home runs. I mean, 30-20 isn't going to be that crazy for Nolan Jones next year, man. And, and, and that is huge. That is team, that, that is production this team needs so desperately. So desperately. Nolan Jones probably going to factor into the logjam over there in right field too. If we, when we talked about if, him, if he's playing right. The fact of the matter is the Rockies have players they probably need to trade to address the position that they need the most, pitching. And the best way to do that's through the trade. I just don't think you can sit here and be fully gung-ho to trade away all the prospect depth or all the depth that you have on your team given the fact that you got an in, you got injury concerns and concerns about some of your veteran players making it through the season. But we'll see. We'll see how the Rockies approach the deadline or the, uh, the the winter meetings coming up here. We'll see how active they are. We'll see if anything gets going there with uh, baseball. Started to see some uh, free agent signings and such, but but not too much I've heard with the Rockies. Uh, old friend Garrett Hampson just uh, signed with the Royals there. So he's uh, the utility. That's the utility man life. Going to be bouncing around probably there for a bit as, as he's going around. And uh, I'm trying to think of a, if I saw any other former Rockies signed deals of, of late. Maybe I'm missing some, but I didn't. But uh, anyway, folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, tuning into the Locked on Rockies podcast, which you can find on your favorite streaming services, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us uh, your first listen of the day. Really, really do appreciate it. Really do appreciate you all tuning in and joining us there and uh, subscribing to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Really, really uh, appreciate your time because I know you got a lot to listen to. And to listen to us, that's the best. Appreciate it a lot. Hey, for your second listen of the day, Locked On MLB's got you covered for more baseball news. And if you need more Colorado sports coverage in a prime time for Colorado sports, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Nuggets, and Locked On Buffs got you covered all this season long and any season long all on the locked on podcast network folks until next time this is paul holden saying so long from the locked on rockies podcast